Mike, my kids have begun to grasp mortality. Hey, told me about this. It's terrifying. And Sophia is terrified. <laughs> well, you know. We all go but, through that. But then she was like, I was supposed to be like, Dad, I want to go to heaven. Like, okay, that's good too, but not yet. <laughs> at, least, at least she's Catholic. She's got that comfort. Yeah, right. I don't honestly don't even know how you try to tackle that if you're not. It's like, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, you just kind of stop. Sorry about your expiration date, kiddo. I mean, obviously, there's other philosophies and there's ways, nice ways of looking at it, but hard to conv- Like, it's certainly when you're talking to a child, much easier to just say, you'll go somewhere else. It's okay. <laughs> it's real nice there. It's, it's going to be terrific. That cat that died will be there. It'll be great. Uncle Michael will, will be there and, he, and he'll have his own tiki bar. <laughs> you can go do shots with him. It'll be fantastic. It'll be great. Welcome to the Exploding Barrel Podcast for April 18th, 2020. What a year. This is Mike Minotti, joined by my brother, AJ. How's it going? Oh, great. Yeah, woo! I can't... Man, Mike, I it snowed April. all day today. It uh, just snowed. April... I'll tell you, April's going by fast, at least. I feel like Marshall's right? got him a crawl. Now, like, April... Now, it's just... We're in fast-forward mode, man. Yeah. April's just, like, off, off to the races, I guess. This is life now. <laughs> Oh boy! So, uh, so yes, well, we, we I'm sure we're gonna talk about Final Fantasy, a little Valorant. Uh, I don't know where do you want to start, AJ. Let's start with Valorant since we literally just finished playing it. Yeah, because our other brother Chris just got into the beta too, so we got to play with all three of us. It was fun, although he he was not quite grokking the whole you know you need to walk constantly. Yeah, that that, whole- I mean, that that was his his only thing. I mean, he was hitting his yeah, shots. He, he, he did well. He went what twelve yeah. and thirteen first first yeah, game. It's not, not bad. bad at all. Me not and you bad were having, at all. It's it's fun. Uh, it, like it's so weird for me because like this is a brand new game, but it's super nostalgic for me. Like this is so this is you know I'm back in your room playing Counter Strike, watching Digimon marathons. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, and it, it is nice that it's so different from Overwatch because, like, you know, take mm-hmm. take for example, Paladins, which is a game I do like. I think it's pretty good. It, it's not like it does some things different from Overwatch. But, like, but you're it's not so going to play that and Overwatch. Yeah, like, or what? I'm going to I'm going to get all you guys to play Paladins with me. It's just not going to happen. Right so it's now. nice that this is like you know you, we you know tonight we played like four rounds of Overwatch and like okay let's go play some Valorant now that Chris is in and they're pretty different experiences. Yeah, no, exactly. They definitely scratch very different itches, and I mean, and there are just like some real. Because an over like I don't want to say that Overwatch isn't like intense anymore, but in a lot of ways, like I, I, maybe I'm so familiar, I kind of like know when things are going to go south before they do and whatnot. And there there aren't a lot of like besides for like maybe using an alt, there's not a whole lot of big hero moments anymore in Overwatch because it's so dependent on team fights. Whereas mm-hmm. because like the short time to kill thing in Valorant or in Counter Strike, like a person can like go in like by himself if he's and the last person around. and there's three people left and like maybe win the round exactly so and, and like those moments happen a bit and they're pretty exciting yeah um so it's like it's only my third game because each round is so long you can't play too too much unless you're a pro streamer i guess but uh i played the 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 guy with the bow and arrow who's not hanzo but you know, not it's hanzo. hanzo um yeah i liked him his, I, I like how his um he has his sonar arrow like hanzo does but you can pre-program it to have one or two bounces 
Mm-hmm. So I was, I was finding all these like angles to ricochet. It's like it's you know get it deep into the enemy territory and, and find where they are. And if they see it, they they can shoot and destroy it. So you kind of want to hopefully land it where they're not going to find it right away. So like I like that kind of layer to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, his alt is it, it's three shots that go through the walls. I never got much use like like I use it, but nothing really came of it. But it's at least good for zoning, I guess. I mean, if nothing it does, else. yeah. I mean, I don't think it's not going to like one shot a person if it hits them anyways. So it does some damage, but it's. I feel like the feedback, maybe, unless I'm missing something, isn't great on if you hit somebody with that or not. Maybe mm-hmm. it shouldn't be great. Maybe you're not supposed to know. I don't know. But I've been playing a lot of, like, I think, Rays, which a lot of people think is kind of the busted character right now. Because their ultimate is just a rocket launcher. And, you know, it turns out having a rocket launcher is pretty good. Yeah, right. But, you know, it, it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun good game. I'm, I'm enjoying it. You know, it's. Uh, I think it'll do well. I think it'll. I think it'll have a little something going on. I mean, I, I, I think it'll make a good esport to watch, honestly, just because oh, sure. the pace of play is a little slower. I mean, in some um, ways, the maps it's probably, are a little more. I mean, yeah, Counter Strike in like that Counter Strike style is some way is in some ways better suited for esports than the Overwatch style. It's a lot easier to follow what's going on. It's it's mm. something like Valorant than in, in Overwatch with like again the, the super heavy team fights and the alt economy and stuff like that, right? This is mostly, like, there are abilities and stuff, but this is mostly people shooting other people. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, what about what about Final Fantasy VII? You've been playing it a lot more now. Uh, is it too early to say this is my favorite Final Fantasy? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, that's fine. It's I'll, really I'll, I'll, I'll say it may not, it may not, I'll be a stickler and say that, like, there's still a separate category, like, away from core Final Fantasy that this isn't a part I understand. Of. I understand. But at the same mm. time, boy, okay, here, here's my issue. This mm. game has forever ruined Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> well, like, it's, yeah. I, like, like unless they go back and remake all three Kingdom Hearts games with this combat system, like, I'll never be able to play a Kingdom Hearts no, it's game very, again. I mean, it's very different because it's not, this is not really, like, it, I almost don't even know how I feel about calling it an action RPG. It's kind of that, I guess. I guess it is that, but it it feels so much more just RPG. It, it almost reminds me more of like playing a Tales game, like Tales of Symphonia, where like yeah, there's a lot of action RPG elements, but there's so much like the dressing and everything around it is so heavily RPG ish. Yeah, it, it does. It does a really good job of at its core still being a turn based game, but still being an action game. Like like it's a very good smart blend. Of the two, um, I, I I like the kind of groove I found myself in now. Now I'm I'm in chapter seven, which you know, minor Final Fantasy seven spoiler. It's where you, it's where you get Aerith in your party for the first time. Um, so you you know she's kind of your magic character. So I'm, I'm sure they'll change my play style. But when I was just Barrett, Tifa, and Cloud, I kind of had each of them assigned to a elemental magic, just because I never knew what I was going to run into. So I found myself okay. These guys are weak against fire. Well, Tifa's my fire mage, so I need to like switch to her and control her, so I build up her gauge faster, so I can use fire spells. So I kind of like like that layer. Like I'm not just playing cloud and just issuing commands to the other two. Like I have a reason to switch to them. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. T- uh, it's once you get into it, it's pretty fun to play with Eric because it's so so magic focused. She has that one ability with the arcane ward. Where if, yeah. like, if a person's in that, they can double shoot magic, and it's like so essential for boss fights and stuff. It's super fun. Yeah, it's it, it, it's this game again. I think I said this last week, but it's it's such a smart mix of nostalgia, but like also completely new. 
Like it helps that it just looks incredible. I can't get over how good this game. Yeah, looks. especially for like PlayStation Four Pro, like where we are right now. And I know like sometimes some of like the the textures are a little blurry, and like the, the some of the background characters don't look great. But like the stuff that really matters always looks fantastic. And there mm-hmm. like there aren't performance issues, right? Like I've never no. noticed slowdown or anything. No, this the game game's running sputter. fantastic. So it, yeah, it, it's really that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's it's just it's so good, it's so fun. I'm enjoying like. I, it, it's funny, like like it's been so long since I played any Final Fantasy VII, so I can't remember like what is like new and mm-hmm. what was in the original game aside I mean, for like the major new. beats. Right. So like, I, but like I'm getting the story more than I ever did before. I feel like right, like like, like I'm picking up on what's actually going on a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Mike, Mike I, did you used to say Mako too? Oh yeah, oh absolutely, I said Mako, not Mako, Mako. The, that Mako. soft day is throwing me off. I don't know right? about that. There should be two Mako. K's. Mako, mm, I don't know. Even like uh, you know, I, uh, when the demo came out, one of my criticisms was Barrett's voice acting. Yeah, it's got um, me a little bit. Well, I, f- I feel like as he softens towards Cloud and just in general, yeah, it gets better, which like makes me wonder if the guy was like trying too hard to put on a false bravado that the character was putting on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's getting better. Even Cloud like is showing moments of levity that I don't normally associate with that character. Yeah, no, no it's nice. not a ton. Right, but every so yeah, often he's cracking smiles and yeah, stuff. All, you know? all of the characters feel a bit deeper than they were in the original game, and you know because we mm-hmm. have more time to kind of focus on on each of them, which is really nice. But I, I love how even like like Jesse Biggs and Wedge, yeah, they get even along. though well, even though they were never in your party, like they still felt like participants in the fights and what you were doing in a lot of segments. Like right. there's that whole section with them and i was like this is great like these guys were just like a throwaway like oh there's the bigs and wedge in this game haha and like now they're actually characters in this game that's yeah that like that was one of like the best additions to give more time for those characters Mm -hmm. yeah and all that but yeah i'm really enjoying it i'm getting pretty close to the end so hopefully this weekend I'll, i'll finish it what chapter are you on do you know i don't know the number but i will say like i am like i hope we're not waiting like Super long for. The I know. I feel like that's going to be the bummer. It's like this is going to end. I'm going to be like, oh, but I want to see like everything else. And God, is that going to be like five years? I got to wait I now. I hope like, it's what? two years, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're using this. They have a lot of the things lined up that they need technically now, right? Right, and it, you know, it's it's Unreal Engine four, so it shouldn't be too hard to bring up to PS five. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's. Fantastic uh, I, I'm astounded at how much I'm enjoying it. It's. It's just an overall fantastic game. Still, only my second favorite game of the year. Sorry, Ori was just too good. I know, right? <laughs> Ori. I'm like, oh, kind of, especially now. There was like a patch that came up for the Xbox version. I'm like, oh, now I can play it again. <laughs> I haven't gone back to that yet, but I'm curious to see if it fixes the issues. Yeah, because I, I, I heard just from some people playing it that they, you know, our, our cousin Jonathan played through it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh nice. I enjoyed it. Oh, oh, so I don't know. What else have you been up to? Well, uh, Echo came out for Overwatch, the new uh, hero. Not the dolphin, the robot. Alas, <laughs> <laughs> which would be, it would be great though. Huh? <laughs> oh yeah, a dolphin in Overwatch? Why not? <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's, she's super fun. This is this is my kind of character. So she really uh, is. Yeah, I like her a good bit. Just to go over her kit real quick. Her left click is like kind of like a little triangle blast. Her right click shoots out a wave of sticky orbs that detonate after a delay. So you can either shoot them on the ground or you can just attach them to somebody. Uh, her E ability is a focus beam that does more damage if they're below half health. So you kind of want to use that as your finisher. And then her shift lets her just fly for like three seconds. And it starts like an initial boost in the direction you're going. Uh, but her ultimate is super unique. So 
it kind of works like on Azalt where you like look at someone, you hit Q, but you're looking at an enemy and you just copy that enemy. Like literally you become them with their health pool, uh, all their abilities and your alt generation is accelerated. Uh, so you can, you know, try to, uh, say copy Reinhardt, start swinging the hammer, get a, a, a thunder strike. And then when you die, you come back as Echo at full health. So you, it's a great even like just escape tool if, if, if you really need it in a pinch. Very versatile. And uh, yeah, I like I like playing her a lot. I think she's really cool. Yeah, she's a pretty like high risk, high reward kind of like DPS character because you can try to do flanking maneuvers and stuff like that. But she has like relatively low health pool. Mm-hmm. She could be pretty and like that laser that does like, you know, more damage to people if they're at less than half health. It can melt people, but you have to get pretty close to them, which can be kind yeah, of yeah. dangerous a lot of times. So there seems to be a pretty good risk reward. Like I, I was worried that maybe this like she might be like a busted character, like too strong. I think she's more balanced than I thought she would be so mm-hmm. far. Yeah, I think people are figuring her out. You know, uh, again, hit scan characters like McCree work well against her. Um, you know, it, she's either going to use her fly to get in or out, and if she uses to get in, she has no tools to escape. So. You can really right, kind of exactly, focus yeah. down on her if, in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think I think she's pretty well balanced so far. Honestly, yeah, I, I, think so. I haven't seen her dominating matches. No, I mean you know it's still pretty early. People are figuring it out, but she's more than anything. She's super fun to play. So mm-hmm. I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I actually quite like her a bit. And I was one of the people who thought it was maybe a little weird to get another DPS character just because the queues for DPS can be so long. But now it's like, yeah, whatever. This is super yeah, fun. It's fine. Mm-hmm. What else, Edge got? Ah, gosh, I've been playing a lot of new Super Mario Brothers U. Oh, with the kids? Yeah, so I've taken to, I play as Nabbit. Ah. So that I can stay alive. Because here's 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 what's so hard about playing with with anyone in general, and five-year-olds particularly. Uh, First of all, you know, that game has uh, player collision. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'll be waiting to make a jump, and Sophia will just push me off a ledge. Because she doesn't understand that she's doing that. So right. there's that component. Then it's so frustrating the game does this. And, and Super Mario Maker 2 does this too because we play that here and there. If someone else dies, the the game still like freezes. And that could really screw you up if you're uh. trying to like time a jump or do something. And I've, I've died because of that quite a few times. And you know, it's the stuff that comes with playing with five-year-olds. Like I'll like fall in a pit or something. Like, okay... Everyone holds still until my bubble comes back. She can pop my bubble, and they're like, "Okay, but I'm gonna go get this thing." No, 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 no! Just oh, you're dead. <laughs> like just to wait hell. for me. <laughs> just wait. Oh, I love it! I love it. But they've, uh, I've been, I've been. I mean, we've been stuck inside with the shitty weather we've had, mm-hmm. so I've been letting them play more, more Switch games on their own. So today, I like took it down to the playroom, just like set up the Switch on the stand, handed them a controller, and said, "All right." Play Animal Crossing, play Smash, whatever you want. They they did for like a little while. They played some. They played some Smash. I set them up to do two v twos versus computers. Uh, then they got into Animal Crossing and just played around with each other and played some Mario. And it's wild. It's weird. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, that's they're, like they're doing you know, it. That's the age we were when we were playing. Yeah, I mean, like, the, I mean, I, I, was I had five years you, old which, when that Nintendo came out. Yeah, I had you, which helped a lot, so I could watch. But like, you were five when you were like, you know, setting up the cartridges and you know, doing mm-hmm. it all on your own. That's and, that's well, I, they're still very dependent on me to like. You know they can't read yet, which is a hindrance. Right. You know it, it, it's crazy pictures. to think how how much more reading there is now in games. You know Mario yeah. Brothers, just like oh, just go. <laughs> That's true. I didn't even think of like I guess I just knew which yeah because I always it was a push start. <laughs> okay, well like like yeah. I got Sophia and like the Super Nintendo games. Like oh here you're gonna play Kirby Superstar, and it's like the, you want to do the beginner tutorial. Like okay, and it's just it's just walls of text. I'm like oh, Kirby does not need this much explanation. Right. 
How do I? How dare you? How dare you criticize Kirby Superstar? <laughs> that you is how, the only you know bad thing about, that, about game. that game. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, I was talking yeah, to so, Libby today. So, she's telling okay. me she's playing Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah, she lost. Well, they, they got to the point they were they they wanted it on their iPads. So I put the mobile version on because they they don't understand the the concept of platforms yet. Like they're nah. they don't understand why they can't play Smash Brothers on their iPads, <laughs> <laughs> which is very amusing. But I did put Animal Crossing uh, Pocket Camp on there, and they they seem to be enjoying that. Livy was very upset at first because she couldn't go in the tent. Mm. Like, well, no, like this game, like your 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 house is outside. See, look, you have like a, a heart carpet. Oh, I never okay. played a single second of that. So all of the it's not take good. your word for it. It's, it's really not, not good. Well, the kids seem to they like seem it. like it, and I they can't buy anything without authorization from me. So I'm there you about go. Because <laughs> I read the manual, I'm like that, like floors me. You read these stories, like oh, my kid charged a thousand dollars to my credit card and Candy Crush. I don't know how they did that. Well, you didn't set up parental restrictions, you idiot. <laughs> you <laughs> literally, hard. you literally. Handed your kid a virtual copy of your credit card and didn't think of anything of it, so that's eh, on you. Look, AJ, it's hard, okay? Yeah, uh, yeah. Parenting's <laughs> tough, Mike. Let me yeah, tell you what. Exactly. But yeah, uh, it's fun. It's it's fun. It sounds fun. Just, you know, well, that's the other thing. When, when we play Mario, um, Livy is always Toadette, and, you know, Toadette gets the, 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 the crown that toads her into Peach at or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course. She flips out if she doesn't get the crown. Oh, like <laughs> me- like mini meltdowns. Oh no! It's like kid, you're the only one who could get the crown. Someone could take it. Like if, you know, if the crown pops and you die and then it rolls in the lava, like there's nothing anyone could do about that. I'm sorry. Right. So but we do have one gun. more. We have one more world to finish before we get to to the castle at the end. Oh jeez. So. I know we're gonna beat it. Whoa. The I mean, a, l- a lot of levels at this point come down to because like Nabbit, every item he picks up just becomes a one up. So I have like forty five lives right mm-hmm. now. So it, a lot of levels right now are coming down to like we play till they run out of lives and they're game over, and I just finish the level. Wow, it's, you know, it's, it's a good activity for they're, everyone. They're having fun. Does Walter have any interest yet? Is he like the watch? Does he? No, I, we don't play. We, that's the rule. We can't play in front of him because yeah, he would. He he just be. He wouldn't let us play. He'd just be grabbing for it. I see. And, he, I see. and he's smart enough to know if you don't give him the actual controller. Whoa. Yeah. This 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 kid's very, very high level when it comes to things like that. Like, we've tried to trick him with uh, fake remote controls in the past. He does not buy it. He's like, this isn't turning on Mickey. Yeah, exactly. He does know. All right. <laughs> also, here, this will delight you. Oh. The kids are very into 40s and 50s era Donald Duck shorts right now. Very good. Yes. Yes. Very, very we, good. You know, we've been watching like uh, you know, Chef Donald, where he actually puts the rubber cement in the waffle batter mix. Yes. That's a favorite. Uh, That's very good. Uh, where are they, these? Are you just watching them on YouTube? No, on uh, Disney+. Plus. Oh. Yeah, there's a ton of them in there. Those are um, great. Yeah, you know, the, the one where uh, Donald Duck is out driving with the nephews, and uh, he finds what, what a sign. It says, this was mistaken for the Fountain of Youth by Ponce de Leon. So he... He chops off the top half of the sign, so just this fountain of youth gets in and puts on a baby bonnet, starts acting like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Then he like steals an alligator egg, so the nephews think he like reverted to an egg, but he doesn't think that this is going to upset the alligator. <laughs> <laughs> very oh very classic Donald Duck. I love it. I love this classic Donald Duck. Are they still watching? Uh, you said they were watching. Uh, what was it? Uh, freaking uh, gummy bears, right? Is that still happening? Yeah, I think stuff kind of fell off it. Although, um, no! I, I mean, she, she hasn't been watching stuff as much lately. She's, she's very video game focused right now. Good. Oh, also very good. But uh, our friend PJ, who is a furloughed Disney bartender, 
did send me a gummy berry juice recipe that he uh, concocted for us. The only thing I can't find is gooseberries, which, you know, <laughs> where am I going to find gooseberries in Youngstown, Ohio during a pandemic? But I'm trying. What are the berries that are famous at Knott's Berry Farm? Is that the poison, the poison berry? B- poison? Not poison, poison, poison. Well, get, excuse me. <laughs> it rhymes with poison. I know how, how uh, into your berries you are. Yeah, you know me. I'm Mr. Berry. They call me Barry Man. Barry Mandalo. Barry Minotti. That's me. All right, why do you like Onward? It's not very good. Oh, you're a fool. It's fine. I mean, it's it's fine. not the best thing ever, but I think it's a good movie that I very much enjoyed. I'll tell you what I enjoyed. I liked the chase scene with the car, with like the pixies. I thought that was pretty good chasing. I thought uh-huh. that was fun. Yeah, that was very good. I thought... uh uh, onward spoilers, I guess. We may as well. Whatever. It's on Disney Plus. Go watch it and come back. Mm-hmm. Um... I, I, I just I, I like the kind of hook of the story. I like I like the you know the whole you know what ends up be, you think it's gonna be a father story, but it's actually a brother story. I thought right. that was nice. I hate um, brothers. Uh, yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I'm a sucker for all the kind of D and D and fantasy. See, that's the thing. Like, I like movie. fantasy, but I don't like that kind of like Saturday morning D and D vibe fantasy. See, I kind of enjoy that. See, like that's not my thing. Also, I thought the scene where he sent off Guinevere was <laughs> that was very really good. good. That was a very good scene. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, there's early moments that I enjoyed, but I don't know. It, it was okay. Not my favorite. Nah, I, I, I liked it a lot. I mean, I liked watching it. For free, I guess. Not free, but... It felt like cheating. Like, it's a brand new Pixar movie, and I'm just watching this in my living room. Yeah, it be ours now. Yeah, very strange. Mm-hmm. Strange times. Mike, you gotta watch that Artemis file. No. <laughs> God, but it's free. Yes, a lot of things are free. Time is not... <laughs> That's like I can't get Jessica to understand this because like you know the kids will be like you know it's it's like we're trying to get to bed it's like seven forty five they're supposed to go to bed at eight and they're like Dad we gotta play Smash Brothers we're gonna play Animal Crossing and I could tell they're in a mood where they're, it's just gonna turn into a fight mm-hmm. and I'm trying to resist and Jessica like, I thought you like video games I'm be like you like TV why don't you go watch uh, Bluey with them for four hours like, <laughs> it's not the just because I like video games it's not the same no I understand <laughs> just from just from me playing with them a little bit I know it's, right? it's fun. It is. It, it, it's work. It's there, mental there, there labor. There are limits. Yeah. It's like you know, I can only play so much Mario. Right. There. Are, yeah. It's it's a different thing because you're like making sure they're happy and not killing mm. each other. Mm. Yeah. I get it, Asuka. I get Thank it. you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else are you up to? Any any news this week? I'm trying to think. Our, this show yeah. feels so like just slapped together. I mean, there's news. <laughs> I guess. What happened this week? Was there anything? No, I feel I like, I feel like there's a big story I'm forgetting. We're, we're in hell. I don't know what news <laughs> there is. I've been drinking a lot more. Chris was talking. I mean, like yeah. video game news, you idiot. I know. I don't, dude. Are you excited for episode one, Racer? Yeah. I enjoyed your article about the Phantom Menace game. I thought you would like that because I know you liked that game. Yeah, I agreed well, with you. That game. I don't think, a bad I, don't think I liked it, but I just like played it. <laughs> Quiet, you! I wrote a whole story about how you like it. <laughs> you, you loved it, is what you mean. 1999 game of the year, Phantom Menace. I liked watching you play that game. I think quite a bit. I mean, it well, was super clunky, and yeah, you know, it was definitely ugly. like in the early 3D era. But it, you know, it 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 it, it had, had its charms. It had its charms exactly. It, it took you to the world of the Phantom. And where else would you want to be? Because remember, then there was that Obi Wan game for the Xbox, and it, like they were talking up how like you're going to use the right analog stick to control the lightsaber. It's going to be incredible. And it, like, I remember just didn't do that. There's another game no one talks about anymore. That'd be fun to write about. But uh, the weird thing about that game was 
like I remember for a while it was like like the rumor got mixed up and it was like this is the next game in the Jedi Knight series. Yeah. And then like it wasn't, but everybody Because that would have worked. Right, but everybody was like still kinda like some people were still kind of treating it that way. Yeah, it was very strange. Yeah, so that was weird. That what a, was weird, what a weird period for Star Wars games, like well, the, 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 the prequel I, era. The thing I liked about those that there were a lot of them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of them missed, but even the misses, like the Phantom Menace game, were interesting. Yeah, but and, you did get Racer, you got Republic Commando, which is still one of the best Star Wars games. Yeah, you still you got good stuff playing. It's weird how people like that bounty hunter game now. I swear no one liked it. I that thought game. everyone hated it back in the day. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was I thought everyone agreed it was Oh, awful. we did get Jedi Starfighter. I love Jedi Starfighter. Jedi Starfighter is good. Uh Jedi Power Battles was fun. But also like, you know, there was like four Star Wars games a year, you know? It was, yeah, it was, was kind of fun. And now it's like, you know, we get one every two years and it's like they're so expensive to make. Like, be thankful for this one you got, guys. Like, okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. We'll give a game of the year, I guess. I don't know, right? <laughs> Like more, like we're at a point right now where there's not even one announced. We are probably not getting another Star Wars game for like a couple. Yeah, of you're years. right. That's like, true. Weird. And, like and like it's probably just going to be Battlefront three, I guess. And like at that's fine. Point, yeah. But like that's not happening till November 2021. <laughs> Maybe it's so different, right? It, it was fun that it used to be like, yeah, here's a game about pod racing in Star Wars. Here that is. Uh, you can play as Jango Fett in this one. Whatever. We we got twenty <laughs> different twisted studios metal, twenty but different with Star like, uh, Wars games. Yeah, here's yeah. twisted metal with Star Wars stuff. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I loved it. It was kind of fun, you know. <laughs> like it's weird. Like like it was not the golden era for Star for Star Wars movies, but it, I, that was certainly the golden era for Star Wars video games. So it was fun. Yeah, yeah. stuff all ruled. All right. What else? you got? Any exciting plans this this, this weekend, Edge guy? No, it's, it's gonna all... rain. No, it's gonna be. 50 degrees. I know. We didn't even have a cold winter. Like you think, we would, you think that we would at least get to enjoy like a freaking like spring now. Right. Uh, I did pretty, I, I, I'm like really, I'm at a, like kind of an end game point in Animal Crossing now. I got Tom Nook over, not Tom Nook, I say that every time. The other one, K.K. Slider. K.K. Slider. K.K. Slider's been to my island, which was, which was fun. I got my concert, the credits rolled. Uh, and after that, you get, like, these new apps that let you just build roads and, like, change the terrain a bit. I'm kind of a purist. I don't want to change the terrain because I'm like, no, I'm not God. Yeah, That's this, how, but, this is my island. But roads are okay. Ro- putting in roads yeah. has been fun because I'm, like, yeah. trying to connect things. It's, like, it's part of, like, that, like, just the roads itself kind of scratches a bit of that uh, roller coaster tycoon itch, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but and it's nice now, too, because, like, I'm still playing every day, but, like, I feel less a little bit less pressured about what I have to do. Like, like for a while, I wasn't even fishing very much anymore. So I'm like, I have more important things to do than fishing. Now I could fish again. I just collect the fruit. I go see what's for sale. Like my big goals now are basically decorating my house. I think I have one more big house loan to pay off. So that's good. Yeah. Good stuff. I've been, it's this, I mean, it's weird. Like, like you don't think about it because it's Animal Crossing, but I think I look at my playtime. It's like you played Animal Crossing: New Horizons for forty hours. I was like, like, "Oh, oh no. my god! Oh no!" I mean, no, whatever. It's like I have something <laughs> more important to do. But yeah, caught, caught me off guard a bit. I play my. I was just thinking how I play my Switch so much, so much. I play it like every day because now I've been, still been playing a lot of Dragon Quest Eleven, and I've been like getting to like some big moments in that, and that's still super fun. And there's. There's like you know Rune Factory. I kind of want to play that now because that's like um, the Harvest Moon spinoff where there's like an action RPG element to it. 
really? I guess like yeah, Rune Factory Four had like a special release for Switch, and the people who have played it said it's fantastic. Huh. And that sounds kind of interesting, but like also kind of kind of similar to what I'm doing in Animal Crossing right now. Right. So 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 I don't know. Like, what's the next game coming out now? Is it just Cyberpunk? Is that the next big one? Uh, like that one that's the one that has not been delayed they, no they, no that was delayed that's like august or september well that was delayed a while ago but i mean not amid the corona stuff no 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 yeah they it's, said they're they're still locked in i mean uh, ghost of shishima yeah, is september. still on for june yeah, uh, june yeah, yeah i, I don't know see. what's coming out next month in may it seems, like gonna, it's, it seems like final fantasy 7 remake was like the one that kind of squeaked in there right yeah right yeah and like, even that was like skin of its teeth because they were like they were trying to set us up for potential delays it felt mm-hmm, like yeah it got in there, but yeah, I feel it like it's, things are slowing down a bit now. I mean, we're, we fine. don't we don't even know when we're getting Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, what's weird? Do you, think, to, do you think? Do you think that just becomes a PS5 launch? No, I don't know. At well, this I mean, point, I, no, they, they're going to release it for PlayStation Four. They have to. But the but weird, like, we're going to do release it in September, and then but like also be like, yeah, but like it's going to run better on PS5, know. and that comes out in three months. I don't know. I mean, they could, they, could, they, could, they could just do what they're doing with what Halo Infinite, right? Because that's just coming out for both platforms. Yeah, but like, how many people are just going to like like not buy it right away and be like, well, I want to play this on PlayStation Five. I guess I'll wait two more months at this point. Well, if the PlayStation Five shortage is a real thing, it might not matter. Yeah, right? oh, that's the news I was thinking yeah. about. There's, there's rumors that they're they're still going to release it this year, but like it's going to be even fewer PS5s than there were PS. S fours, mm-hmm. which uh, I mean, who, who like? I mean, it, it's so hard to predict how the economy is going to be in the fall. Like, yeah. who's going to be buying five hundred dollar consoles? Right. But uh, I'm sure they'll sell out. Oh yeah, sure absolutely, they will. Yeah, like I just feel like you know, if Microsoft wasn't putting their box out, they they would delay it like to March, kind of follow the Switch mm-hmm. uh, release schedule. Well, my and question, I do. Sorry. Go ahead. Good. You go ahead, because I'm about to change the subject. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like Microsoft's further ahead as far as, like, I mean, it feels like that, because we actually know what the console looks like for one thing. Right. right? Yeah. What's weird to me is that there must be some big PlayStation 5 launch games, right? Like, at least with Microsoft, we we know that there's Halo. Uh-huh. And even that's beginning to feel weird, how little we've heard about that. And I guess, so, you know, because oh, you we got, assume there's going to be quote a quote, unquote, E3, yeah. Right. But, like... Like I, I guess it's coming at, at E3, but like I feel like the time between E3 and these consoles launching is not that much, especially for Sony to be like, here's a big deal first party game aside from Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us Part Two that you didn't know about that is a PlayStation Five launch game. Is there anything of that? Because like the only thing that I thought that could possibly fit that bill was Horizon Two, and I'm beginning to feel like. We maybe would have heard something, something about Horizon Two if that was coming out this year, yeah. right? Like, like what? Like what could possibly be coming out this year that we don't well, know they about? Must, at this they point? must be really quiet about Knack Three. Oh, I would love it. I'd be in, all down for that. <laughs> right? Knack was fun. I can't believe Knack is like a seven-year-old game. <laughs> but like, I, mean, I, I feel mean, like I'm, I feel like both systems are going to be very reliant on. You know, look, look at these enhanced upgrades to your yes. current games. Now, now it has ray tracing. Uh, like that may be a thing for a while, and for some people that'll be good. Like that'll justify the purchase. Like, yeah, I have a 4K HDR TV. I want Cyberpunk 2077 to run 4K 60 with ray tracing. I'll buy a Xbox One X Series X, whatever it's called. I mean, we had a ton of that with the last the last time. Right? We had you know Tomb Raider coming out for PlayStation 4 and stuff like that, and Grand Theft Auto. I'm sure that's going to happen again. And with in the case of Xbox, we at least know that it's not even like a separate purchase, really. Right, and I think that's going to be the difference. Is you, don't, you know, like it's the, that's the thing too. You don't have to right. buy your games again. Just but, buy this box and 
upgrade. But again, like, uh, there's, there's got to be, there has to be a big launch title for the PlayStation 5, right? Yeah. And we I have. Mean, I mean, Halo's no not a bad one it. to launch with, but yeah, PS5, well, we have no clue. Even though I feel like Halo took a bit of a beating with Halo 5, right? Like, nobody really seemed very happy with Halo 5. I feel like that took the, the cachet down a little bit. Cachet's yeah, so I mean, I think it makes the series ripe for some kind of possible reinvention, which they seem to be hinting at with what we've seen of the game, with like a more kind of open world approach. Do you think that lock character is going to even be in it, or is it going to be kind of like, eh, no one likes it? Well, uh, since I never beat Halo 5, I don't know. <laughs> well, it sounds like it was really good. No, I, I do the same thing with every Halo game. I will beat Halo 5 like three weeks before Halo Infinite comes out. Because that's when I beat Halo 4. I mean, people liked Halo 4, right? Halo 4 is good, yeah. And it looks mm-hmm. great on the remaster collection, too. That's what we still... We need to... Now that, like, that's all fixed, we can even do it on PC, we need to go back to the remaster collection and play the Halo games. Yeah, we were in the middle of the Halo 2 campaign and really enjoying it until we yeah. just couldn't connect it anymore. It just wasn't working. Halo 1 was yeah. fun. I remember being disappointed by the library because there's so much hype about how, quote-unquote, that annoying annoying that level yeah, was. Yeah, it was like, this is fun. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's, I guess I maybe would have thought, like, oh, this is a little repetitive, but, like, man... I thought it was going to be like, you know, slugging through the seventh circle of hell or something. Right. I was like, yeah, this is a video game level. It is. AJ, how's Half-Life Alex coming? I haven't played it since that first day. So, uh, yeah. Real compelled to go back to it, I guess. I'm, I'm not, like, mad. I'm not even disappointed. It's just, like... I don't know. I mean, you, you know me. I'm as bullish on VR as anybody you know, Mike. Mm-hmm. So, I like, you know, I should be, like, all about this. But it's just... It just wasn't super enjoyable like i'm sure at some point i'll get around to finishing it but i just like it's it's not like it was a good time it's not fun it's not necessarily fun it's very stressful and i don't know it's it's weird because i I understand that it's ultimately still kind of a niche product but i still feel like people are not talking about it very much after launch yeah i mean like after the launch like who's talking about it right now Mm -hmm. i don't know actually uh Recorded a uh, talk for the, the digital version of the GameSpeed Summit with um, Peter Ackerman, I think. He's the CEO of Skydance Interactive. So that's like the video game division of Skydance, like the movie company. And they okay. did some they do some high higher VR stuff. Like uh, they did a Walking Dead game pretty recently. That, that honestly is kind of like Half-Life Alex in terms of being like a sort of more like extensive first-person mm-hmm. VR experience, right? So I talked to him about this a bit. So, hey. Maybe that's something people can look forward to. I did get, I got my free ticket to the Games Beat Digital Summit. How'd you get a free ticket? You just, you just go to Eventbrite and sign up. Oh, I didn't realize. I don't know. I, I get, I get Dean's emails. All right then, good job. I, yes. I don't read Dean's emails. I'm just his coworker. Why would you? <laughs> you talk to him every day. That's right. That's right. Ah, oh, all right, Ash guy. Anything else we're talking about? You, you want to lament Zack Ryder's? Firing from WBE. Uh, he's maybe maybe of, this is good. If he can friend, go to like AEW and like actually stand out. He's actually pretty good friends with Cody Rhodes because uh, Cody and his wife and uh, Zack Ryder and his wife, the, the four of them go to Disney World a lot together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, a lot, lot of guys got like a lot a, of guys Kurt got Hawkins fired. fired. I mean, uh, Kurt Angle was like a... Kurt Angle, yeah, a lot of producers. Fit Finley yeah. even. Boo. Finley, I know. Come on. Come on. Well, I think he's got a lot, fight. Yeah, he loves the fight. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Exploding Barrel podcast, everybody. But AJ, you want to talk, tell people about your your fun? Interview? I do. If you uh, obviously you've heard us talk about '90s Disney, our '90s Disney podcast, and uh, a bonus episode came out yesterday uh, that is an interview I conducted with Kirk Wise, who co-directed such films as Atlantis, Lost Empire, Hunchback of Notre Dame, and Beauty and the Beast. 
and uh, he spent an hour chatting with me, mostly about Atlantis, a little bit about Hunchback, and a little bit about Cranium Command. We love Cranium Command. If you Command. know what that means, you should be very excited right now. Um, but yeah, it was super rad. Um, he, you know, he, he just met up with me on Skype and kind of just took my questions and told some really great stories about the development of these films and kind of what goes into it. Because, you know, it's like one of the things I talked to him about is like, you know, I think people, when you say, you know, director of a movie, you, know, you picture Spielberg behind the camera saying, you know, what to do. But like, what does like a, like a director of an animated film do through the course of production? Like, it's easy to understand, you know, tell the actors what to say, but like, what do you do all day? So he kind of like walked through that a bit too, which is pretty cool. And uh, yeah, it was, it was really rad and just, I mean, it's so surreal. Like, you know, I, I've seen right, documentaries bizarre. with this guy in them for years since, you know, these movies have been coming out and you, you see him in interviews and stuff. And it's like, Oh, there he is in this living room, Skyping with me. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Right. Yeah. We're getting places with that nine Disney thing. I can feel it. <laughs> I know. I know. It's fun. It's, I like it. I'll tell you what, man, wonders of life and Epcot in general, that is such a mood right now. Right, like oh, I wish if I could just go back to that, go for a ride on Body Wars, go to Crane Command, even go see the making of me. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I went back and watched a, a Cranium Command uh, POV video from like 2006. Almost uh, the the best part of Cranium Command was the pre-show. The pre-show, well, that, and that's what him and Gary Truzo. That was the first thing they ever co-directed together. Oh wow, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he, it's uh, it's 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 in fact, uh, I, I noticed after I spoke to him and I was watching this. Uh, they open like the launch bay doors and like the like the the hangar where all the heads are, and the first two heads are Kirk and Gary. That's awesome. Yes. Oh man, I love it. yeah, the Ernest P. World joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? It's so I was, good. Uh, I love it. All right, all right. Thanks for listening to the Explain Barrel podcast. You can find us wherever podcasts are found, uh, and be sure to check out '90s Disney in that interview. It's it, it's terrific. All right, everybody. Have a good uh, week. We'll see you next week right here on the Exploding Pro Podcast. Bye-bye.